Hey! Oh! Yeah! NBA on, used to be NBC. That is one of the most classic sports themes of all time. It's the Great Debate Show. Let's go. Back, better than ever, baby. The good guys, myself, Jarvis Jeffries, along with Terrence Smith and Nick Ely. Hey. We're in a building, baby. And we've got so much NBA game ones. We're going to recap them all. Uh, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. I'll be damned. We got to talk about the Warriors and the Kings, man. <laughs> got to talk about the Warriors and the Kings. And it's something about that four versus five seed. The fourth and the fifth right now in both conferences, Terrence said, are really good. I can agree. Clippers, Suns, what a game that was. I told you all about those clips. Um, but I'm still biting my tongue, even though I really want to say clips in six so bad. Um, the, the, the other four fifth. Of the other fourth and fifth seed in the Eastern Conference, Terrence's New York Knickerbockers, the Knicks, <laughs> and the Cleveland Cavs. Oh, man. Donovan Mitchell versus the Knicks is probably what I should have said, but, man, that damn Jalen Brunson. We got to talk about him and why he looks like the best player on the court in that series. So much more. This is the Great Lake Show. I mean, the Great Debate Show. <laughs> Did I just say Great Lake? Wow. Showtime, baby. The Lake Show. They beat wow. the Memphis Grizzlies. Hey, look, it is what it is. I said Lakers and Celtics, so I have to have a little fun with it. YouTube Live. Don't pay me any mind with the Memphis Grizzly hat that I'm rocking. I'm rocking the hometown. I love the Grizzlies. But I've said that they're about to push and shove. This, Le, this LeBron James the GOAT stuff down our throats. And in order to do that, he needs to win a few more championships. I'm not saying he's going to win, but he could win. Lakers-Celtics, I've said it. You heard it here first. All right, guys, how in the F are y'all doing? Uh, I am doing I was good. Right until that part of the introduction. Yeah, yeah, man. The only, <laughs> listen, the only lake I acknowledge is Ricky. Ricky? <laughs> the only lake I acknowledge is Ricky. Ricky Lake. <laughs> I don't care about the ones out of Los Angeles. Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, I just got to give credit where it's due, man. That was a great game. We're going to get into it, though. Nick, Nick, what did I say wrong, man? What's what's your problem with the lake show? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, like, we're, we're a Memphis-based show. That's right. Come I know. On, I'm rocking the hat. I mean, if you can see me on, on, on YouTube Live, I'm rocking that, that big grizzly hat. That, that makes it worse. I'm just, you know, <laughs> like, but I did pick the Lakers to, to go to the finals, so how could they not win this series? That's what we didn't do. We did not give our predictions because they were just getting into the play-ins when we got started here with the, uh, you know, before the uh, for the playoffs, round one. Now everything is set. Now the schedule is done. And we need to get with that. We need to go ahead and make our predictions. Um, I know everybody say, well, it's easy for you to say that now, Jarvis. The Lakers are one game one. Well, I mean, I got the Lakers to go to the finals, though. I've said that. Uh, I really do mean that. I think if you watch them on Sunday, you see why I mean that. The Lakers have a pretty good basketball team. Darvin Ham is a pretty good basketball coach. And um, we got to talk about Ja 
and Giannis and his their injuries or their stupid injuries because they did this to themselves. I'm sorry. Guys, it's the Great Debate Show. We're about to get started right now. So which game are we going to go with first, Nick? Uh, you've got the floor. Tell us what we're going to get into from playoff games to the NFL draft, the Texans and the number two pick that they may trade away. I need to talk about the Niners who are looking at tight ends in the draft. Why? I'll explain. Um, Brock Purdy says he might not even play this year. What the hell? I thought he was the starting quarterback. Well, we've got so much to get into, and Jalen Hurts got paid. Yes, he did. The cream cash rules everything around him. We'll talk about that also, Nick. Go ahead, man. What, what, what series you want to start with, man? I mean, it's as easy as really just to start with Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Philly, get that on out the way. Um, although, currently, the Nets lead 76-51-49. The third quarter has started in that game. Uh, but on Saturday, the 76ers were clearly the better team, won by 20, 121-101. Not really too much to see there. Joel Embiid with 26 points. Uh, James Harden added... 23, also 13 assists for him, uh, 21 from Tobias Harris. Um, they were the better team from start to finish, so not really much to talk about there. Um, Celtics and Hawks, basically the same thing. I don't think he, there are, do any of us disagree that those are going to probably be uh, four-game series, maybe five games now, looking at the Sixers and, and Nets? You're asking, say that again, Nick, you're yeah, asking, do, do we do, think do, it's going to be? Do, 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 do any of us think either of those won't be uh, four or at most five game series? Yeah, no, no, not I really. I hope they're four games. Get them out of the way. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Get them out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, while we're on the Saturday game, I guess it really seems most appropriate to turn around and hand the floor over to Terrence uh, as his Knicks won their first playoff game, 101-97, mm-hmm. over the Cavaliers and over the Donovan Mitchell that Stephen A. Smith one of the more notorious Knicks fans swears up and down they should have had on their team. Uh, Donovan did have a great game, 38 points, but uh, Jalen came up. Jalen Brunson, the guy they, they got instead, uh, came up big, you know, down, down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Uh, I'll give you the chance. Talk about it. Well, I did pick the Knicks to win, even though, of course, I did, right? Uh, <laughs> right. right. But no, I, I think that, I, I really do believe these teams, these two teams are pretty much evenly matched, um, and I guess that's, that's appropriate for their four or five ranking. I just think the Knicks made better shots at the end, and whoever makes better shots at the end of every game, that's literally who's going to win. They play tonight, and I'm hoping that's the Knicks once again. But as far as the game, uh, and you got to give credit to Brunson. Um, you know, when when Brunson was signed, I was a little upset because I thought they could have. They spent the money on him, and they probably could have gotten Mitchell. Um, but you know what? Hey, kudos to that guy. And listen, my dad loves Jalen Brunson. He 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 said it from the jump. He said Dallas won't be good because they got rid of he cost that little that little point guard they had. <laughs> you know. Uh, so he. You know, I love Jalen Brunson. Um, he is uh he was right on from that man. Dallas stinks, and the Knicks are in the playoffs and uh won a playoff game for the first time in a in a quite a minute. So, kudos to my dad and kudos to Bronson and kudos to the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I like the Knicks, and I think that the Knicks are a good basketball team. I told you, Terrence, earlier on <laughs> in the season, the Knicks are going to be good this year, I think. Watch out. And, uh, look, still watching R.J. Barrett develop 
and still seeing everybody else around him again, Julius Randle, he stepped into the Steve Urkel chamber and he walked out and look at him, man. He's just rejuvenated his career and he, he just has another burst of energy and, you know, like another, you know, he's got more spring in his jump and his step and everything. He's just, everything about him, he's just, man, phenomenal now. This whole team overall and the defense that they're going to play under Thibodeau, I like it. I love it. And I don't think they're that evenly matched. I think it's Spider, Donovan Mitchell versus the New York Knicks. Uh, I think the Cavaliers are a decent team, but um, I question some of the coaching decisions that was made on that game. And I also think that they will, you know, I just I just don't think Bickerstaff, um, you know, will, will be able to outcoach David out and the things that he will throw at them defensively. If Donovan Mitchell has averages 35-40 this series, that's fine, but it still won't be enough well, to win the yeah, series. I, I think the key to the series, I think Garland has to play better. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, this, this but if he does, to, yeah, okay. You can't afford to have off games. It's the playoffs. You right. can't afford to have off games. But you're a star, you're a starter. Yeah. You can, you can barely, barely afford to have an off half. True. You can barely afford to have an off half. And he came back that second half, and that, that boy was a grown man. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes. It, it, even, it even, if, even if he does, guys, I just think that the Knicks are the better team. And um, we, we will see. But I think the Knicks, I think they win this. In, I would I will I wanted to say this was going six, but after watching game one, I, I say be greedy. I think that they can get another one on the road, and if they do, mm-hmm. man, this thing they can end in, on the road. Then yeah, they might be this thing can end in four. But I'm gonna say five just for now because I know Mitchell. Oh my God, uh, you you see what he can do on his own. I want to apologize for what I said about Mitchell last year uh, when the whole Rudy Gobert Donovan Mitchell trade rumors were were starting to 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 spark up. I was like, I don't know if Mitchell can really I don't know if he can really lead a team. I don't know if he can really be Kobe. You know, even even Kobe without Shaq before Gasol. You know that Kobe where he put the team on his back and he averaged 40, you know, uh 10 games straight, stuff like that. I didn't know if he could even beat that part uh you know but yes he can take over a game he can take over and lead the team uh i thought lavert should have been on the floor more i thought that um i thought that there was a uh, i can't think of his name osman or whatever uh one of them is a liability on defense i mean one of them plays good perimeter defense but can't shoot and it, it, bickerstaff just has to do a better job but i still think the knicks are the better team i don't want to spend too much time on that one series i know we got a lot in this show i'm sorry so good, man. Uh, like I said, that was that was you know one of the best games of the weekend. Uh, another game that would definitely fall in that category was the one that followed it up, and that was the six seeded Warriors visiting the three seeded Kings. Kings knocked them off by three, one twenty six, one twenty three. Uh, De'Aaron Fox went for thirty eight, and Malik Monk goes for thirty two. Um, I, I would say I think a lot of people would say that was the best game of the weekend. Um, I definitely enjoyed the look at it. That a guy I didn't get to watch. All of it, but watch most of it. Um, the Kings are, are it, that is a trap meet playing basketball with them. <laughs> and I think something you got to take into account is the fact that the Warriors have had, uh, I, I saw this, said, someone said somewhere earlier, Warriors have had a lot of very short off seasons and a lot of very long post seasons over the last half decade or so, you know, almost really a full decade at this point. Um, 
And so because of that, those those miles are starting to log on, on Steph and Clay and Draymond. And so, uh, you know, going against a team like this that uh, is going to, you know, keep you running um, and, and that runs, you know, even faster than this, you know, legendary pace uh, Warriors team, they kind of really jump-started this whole era. Uh, King, Kings are a joke, man, and they, and they heard a lot of people talking about how short the series is going to be, and Draymond going on this podcast saying, you know, the Sacramento's who they wanted to play because they don't want to travel a lot, and they look forward to playing the Lakers in the second round because they're going to beat Memphis. They heard that, and they've been hearing that about them, and, and, and you know, that organization and that series a whole been hearing about them for a long time. And now they've got the talent and they've got a head coach, um, that seem to be steering in the right direction. The Kings are, are, are alive and they're dangerous, man. Yeah. Yeah, they are dangerous. And, they, you know, it's, it's ironic. They, they remind me so much of a of a young Golden State team. Very true. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's cool when you're, you know, when the people you inspire come along and you have to look, kind of look in the mirror. And right mm-hmm. now I think Golden State's looking in that mirror and I don't, listen, we'll see if, if they, if they, if they look at them and, and want to fight back and I'm sure they will, uh, they are warriors, indeed. They do have the heart of a champion, but it's like you guys said, hey, they, they're wear and tear, and maybe that's why they, you know, they were so terrible on the road this year. Uh, that they wear and tear from so many years of having long off seasons, um, the travel. Those guys are just flat out getting older. I'm not, I'm not calling them old by, any, by you know, by any stance, but you know, Steph is 35. The babyface assassin is 35, and. Uh, if he's 35, those other guys were right behind him. I think Clay's got to be like 32, 33, maybe. Uh, Draymond's got to be in that same range. Yeah. Jordan Poole is a young one, and, and, and to me, he's the one that overachieves the most. Yeah. But uh, and, and underachieved, and I and I think that that is going to be the issue. They are going to have to get not some not some decent games, some good games from Jordan Poole, not just to beat Sacramento, but they're going to beat anybody. Uh, they have to get some good games from Jordan Poole. And sometimes I just don't know about that dude. Hmm. Well, I've always said that the Golden State Warriors, if there was any team in the Western Conference that I could trust, it would be them. Well, I, I still do trust them. I, I, I still trust the Warriors, though. I, look, I will say this. Any, any, and every, I'm not disagreeing with anything that you said. And I know what I said. I got Lakers and Celtics in the finals. And the Warriors going home in the first round is a good a good chance and that gives the Lakers an even better chance to get to the finals however looking at this right now from what I saw this game could have went either way three point game that was it it would be um, just like the NBA for the Lakers to win the, to get to the, to the finals by beating the injured Grizzlies the Kings and who would be the team left the Nuggets I guess well, yeah. either the Nuggets Clippers or Suns yeah, I would say the Nuggets should be around. Yeah, uh, they we made a statement. One of the three of them, we got one of the three of them made it. Yeah, something would happen. Well, they beat the Nuggets to get to the finals the last time in 2020. They could do the same this time around in 2023. Uh, and neither team and, is. Damn it, Jarvis, you're starting to pull me over the other side. Man, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. If you just think about it and look at how it's going, and you, you the one who, you the one who told me that it is so competitive in the West, anything can happen. So if anything can happen, yes, the Lakers could be in the finals. But with that being said, finishing my statement quickly, the Warriors I can still trust. Steve Kerr, one of the best in the league at making adjustments. It was game one. 
They got a feel of what the Kings are doing. They know De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk are a problem. They need to figure out a way to solve it. If there's anybody I trust, I trust Steve Kerr, and I trust the Warriors coaching staff and the the fight, the grit, the grind, and the wheel. And, you know, still just um, them just saying, hey, we're not giving this trophy up easy. We're not, we're not, we're not passing the throne down to anybody. You're going to have to come take it. That's the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I, I, def- I definitely expect the Warriors to pack their lunch tonight and, uh, and and definitely push back, you know, kind of against the Kings. So, yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably take them to win that game tonight. Um, but, but, I, but again, I now. The, the Warriors have been mm-hmm. one of the worst teams on the road, and certainly, and certainly the worst one left in the playoffs. Uh, one of the worst teams on the road the entire season. So, um, you know, the idea that they could lose two on the road is, is maybe not all that crazy. No doubt. And, again, I want to give credit to De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. They were ready. They were hot. They let me know that they are serious. I apologize to the Sacramento Kings and their fan base for not talking about them more when we talked NBA. They're a three seed for a reason. They they can ball. Them guys can ball. And, and Sabonis did nothing. Piss on him also <laughs> after losing my parlay, a I damn good bonus. parlay. I was just sitting back waiting on it. A damn good parlay that I had with some bonus on it, and he was the only red X with our good partners at FanDuel on why I did not win that. But other, he's not going to be bad that bad every night. I don't think so. Neither will the rookie Murray. Uh, the, the Kings definitely are bringing it, and they may have more to bring. But I still got – I still trust the Warriors – We'll see how it goes. Um, but I love if Sacramento wins this thing, I would not be a madman. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. No, it wouldn't be. Uh, uh, but but I'm yeah, gonna say the Warriors are still gonna to win. I'm still gonna pick the Warriors to win the series, and I'm gonna pick them to win game two. Um just because we didn't make any predictions, I'm gonna call that. And then the Sixers, yeah, I guess they're gonna be Brooklyn. But but I like Brooklyn <laughs> though. Yeah. <laughs> just getting that out of the way. As an update, the 76ers have come back. They're up 66-61 with two minutes to go in the third quarter. Sounds about right. Yeah. So there you go. Sixers Harris talking. Excited to step it up. (laughs) Right, right. I tell you you what, though. We uh, we got an issue of apology for the anything that happened in the West kind of statement because the the Nuggets apparently heard that. uh, Went out and beat the Timberwolves by, what, 39? 29. 29. Hold on. Hold on. Um, Nick, let me cut y'all just for a second. Mm-hmm. I hope that they beat Minnesota four games straight. Uh, that's a, can we can, can we go back to the three games? Uh, can we go back to the best of three? Best of, <laughs> it was. Why are you going Minnesota out of here so fast? Because I'm sick of them. I am sick of them mm. having Carl Anthony Towns play like a big two guard. I'm over it. I'm over it. They traded their whole future of the franchise. They were stacked. They were ready. They had two cornerstones in Cat and Anthony Edwards, and they traded all of their picks away for Gobert just so Carl Anthony Towns can shoot threes. <laughs> like, how stupid is that? The trade never made sense to me from the beginning. And, and even they, they traded them to beat Memphis, and so Carl Anthony Towns can shoot threes. And you know what? <laughs> I'm sick of it. You go one for seven from three. Why are you taking seven threes? <laughs> why are you? Why are they calling ice over him on the wing like he's like he's Steph for James Harden? It, it never made sense to me. Like it's like because the thing about it, because you're right, they did it to try to beat Memphis. But even if he was gonna do that, 
why would you go spend that for Rudy Gobert? Rudy to Gobert. To mess up with Steven Adams. Go get somebody on Steven Adams' level. Go get Jonas. We traded him to New Orleans. You could have got him. <laughs> well, All right. So, yeah, so with that being said, with that being said, I hope they get blown out every game. And they will. If, if they don't get anything out of, out of uh, Ant-Man, they will get blown out every game. I hope they get blown out every game. And I hope in the offseason they trade everybody. Every they traded five first-round picks to Rudy, right? They got to get them back. So you go. You got to make some trades to get them back. Trade everybody, rebuild, Ant-Man, give me three years. And, and you, you know what? You, and the way he's been playing, he's available too. But Gobert yeah, hasn't been the problem. Well, I mean, he's lived. He's lived Supposedly, up. Supposedly, he has a shoulder issue. Well, sit down. But Gobert had. Too. Gobert hasn't been the I got problem. A too. It's, it's just been. He's, he's playing through it. He, in fairness, he was the leading scorer last night. I ain't saying a whole lot. It's not. It's not, it's not a good thing at all. Points. Um, but 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 yeah. Uh, Timberwolves, man, I don't know. I think the coach. A disaster. I think the, the it it, 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 it does look like a disaster, but I think the coaching is bad. I think absolutely. I think Anthony Edwards is the only one who gives a damn you about know, about right. winning. And it I, seems. Speaking of coaching, I, I, I'm just throwing this out there because of the way that team is constructed, mm-hmm. uh, and because we we've seen him do this twice, at least twice, what three times, I guess technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Phil Jackson has got to be looking at that and thinking, like, they have some interesting pieces. Hmm. If you can get Cat to actually play his high, play his size, and you got Anthony Edwards, you, you think know? Phil Jackson would consider coaching? Hold on, hold on. Are hold you on. saying run the triangle around those guys, or? I'm, I'm not saying run the triangle. I'm just saying as a, we've seen him kind of lick his chops and say, hey, these guys, like you know, he was scouting, he was scouting Shaq and Kobe, not to compare. And 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 uh, and uh, cat to Shaq and Kobe, but like in this era of basketball, it's it's it's, it's close, right? Doggone good wing should be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Calm down. I forgot. I forgot what I mentioned. COVID, Nick's blood pressure goes to the roof. Calm mm-hmm. down and don't use any salt tonight. Keep your blood pressure down. But you you, you could have had me with James Harden and Joel and B. Well, that's, that's going to be the, the absolute closest thing that we have to it, but um, I do think those Hell two no. make some... I, I, I think those two, especially their age, can make some sense for somebody, for a coach who is disciplined enough to make them, and I guess that's what I was trying to get, somebody who will can get to them to make them do what they're supposed to do, because clearly, they don't, they, they're not coaching Cat. Ain't nobody talking to Cat. Okay, okay I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase it this way. When that's I, that's my reason, that's my point. Not the reason, right? The reason I say hell no is not obviously right. I get that they are certainly not the skill level of Kobe and Shaq. I, I understand that's not the comparison that you're making. But what I'm saying is, for it to make Phil Jackson consider coaching, Phil Jackson is what 80 years old at this point. Well, I, I guess I should have said somebody consider- along that line, some, some, some ultimate dis- disciplinarian who can, uh, even though he was he was more of an ego master, but. Something along those lines that can make them say, "Hey, maybe you should do this instead and make it work." And somebody, somebody today would believe because of their resume. I should have said something along those lines instead of just going straight for the top of the mountain with Phil Jackson. I mean, hey, it's, it's your it's your opinion. This is the great debate show. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong, 
regardless of what the who, hell Nick who? Ely thinks when somebody who, says who, Kobe's who, name. Yo, who that coach be? I'm not. I'm not sure who that coach is out there that, that's not coaching right now. Right. That can that can look at this Minnesota team and say, "All right, if I just make this one adjustment, maybe it's Mark Jackson." I mean, like Mark Mark Jackson. the closest guy I could think to Phil Jackson's stature, and he certainly is that. George Carl. He is still coaching. Also, would be no. Would still coaching would be Greg Popovich. Uh, and and there's talk of him leaving San Antonio. So, like, if Greg Popovich looked at that and said, I can make Carl Anthony Towns into Tim Duncan and and then have Anthony Edwards play the play quote unquote Kobe Bryant. If if Greg Popovich thinks he can do that, then all right. I I would wish him luck. I, I think the coaching is bad. I, I definitely I, think somebody I, I can come in and do something with that. It's talent. Greg Popovich is, is, in my opinion, a better coach than Bill Jackson. Yeah. Title yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 X and O's. Yes. yes. No doubt. Greg, no Greg doubt. Popovich but is my is my personal coaching coach. Five minute comment. Um, nah, nobody's gonna do that. That's fine. If they if they want to, they can. Because some people would. <laughs> right. Um, but so like, if he says he can, he thinks he can do that, then you know, okay. But like the idea of Phil Jackson coming out of retirement to do it just at, at, at face value. Yeah, and, and that's what I sh- I, and I should have said somebody <laughs> along the lines that could just kind of put those pieces in the right place. And I, I meant to say, I'm, I, I really just use him as an example because of I always believe he was scouting the Lakers before he left the Bulls. It's like, you know, if I need the Bulls, I'll just go over here. Yeah, uh, maybe. So, so, yeah, someone of that. Well, I, I wouldn't dispute that. But look, so, yeah, so something like that. Yeah, so it, the Denver Nuggets, we are too much time on the Timberwolves. I already owe Nick a bottle of Don Julio because I said they were going to be the sixth seed, and they're not. They're an eighth seed, and they look bad on game one. And I actually thought that they were going to pull off the upset because they were kind of on a roll after the play-in. They got hot the last night. I know they didn't not so much tonight against the Lakers, but the next game it was like, okay, maybe they're ready. Conley. You know, still got – he brings that veteran presence to the team. But, damn, uh, losing by damn near 30, that's not a good look. The Denver Nuggets, they've had time off. They were fresh. And, uh, yeah, they said, put some respect in our name. We're number one, bitch. And that's it. But uh, the Timberwolves, man, if they could get coached up, yeah. But too much time on them. Are the Nuggets for real or are they just playing the Timberwolves? That's what I want to know before we move on to the next one real quick. I'm going to say they're for real. They've been the number one seed pretty much all year. Okay. Uh, at some point, you got to respect them. That's right. I'm going to agree with what you thing. said. I'm going to do the thing that you mm-hmm. really hate to do on a debate show and say both. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. They, 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 they don't suck, right? No. Like, like they're, not, they're, not, they're not a fake number one seed. They are a really good team. Yeah. But they are also playing the Timberwolves. Okay. Got you on that part. So, they are. Got you. So. <laughs> Damn it, damn it, damn it. Uh, Go ahead, Nick. What else? Moving on past that, we'll move on to two games that were highlighted by uh, superstars on the losing team uh, having some injuries. The Lakers beat the Grizzlies 128-112. to John Moran, of course, goes down late with the with the right-hand injury that seems questionable for his uh, him being available for game two. Same with the Heat and Bucks. Uh, Heat beat the Bucks 130-117. to uh, Giannis goes down early with a back injury. Both injuries occurred with uh, these guys trying to attempt to dunk over a player who was taking a charge. Um, and, of course, there's been some groundswell on Twitter and other places 
about uh, about people being uh, wanting the charge block rule taken out. Uh, I think Terrence and Jarvis both had some pretty strong opinions on this one. Uh, we'll start with Jarvis. I'll let Jarvis uh, take his take his two cents on it. Okay. Um, well, here's my thing. John Morant. John Morant made a silly a silly decision uh, when he gets hurt on this play where everybody's seen it a million times by now, where he just says, F it, you know, Hail Mary. And he just decides to just jump from the free throw line or somewhere in between there. And AD is already there waiting on it. Uh, Ja's about a buck 80, soaking wet, 175. And come on, man. What is AD worried about you charging at him? He's going to take that blocking foul. That's what they're standing there for. And it's like, why do you – and because the, the referees will sometimes call the blocking foul, though, for the most part, they, they're finally starting to call more charges here nowadays. But, you know, they try these things, and it's stu- – him and Giannis, that was very, very foolish on both of them. And they got themselves hurt for it. And I hate to say it because I don't want to see anybody hurt, but damn – I can't help it. That's what you get. I mean, like, why do you do that? You, you know you're not going to get him. I don't know why he wants to get AD so bad, but that's not you're not going to get him like that right there. You're putting yourself and your body at risk. And what I have to say about that, after looking at that play and the way Ja plays, his style of play, and I don't know if the Grizzlies win this game, um, even if Ja doesn't go out. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't look like it. But uh, when AD left the game, I was like, Phew. okay, all right, we got it. We got it now. <laughs> He's gone. This street, back to street clothes. But he came right back out. And, man, now Jaron Jackson Jr. did his thing. No prob, no bob. I appreciate it. I like it. I love it. But it wasn't enough because AD still was serviceable even after the injury. I love what the Lakers are doing real quick. LeBron playing off ball, I said for years, if LeBron didn't have the ball so damn much, his teams could be much more effective. For him to have the highest IQ in basketball, how in the F does he not see that? I've always said it. Darvin Ham, he deserves some good credit because he is doing a good job at, at, at the coaching, and I think that needs to be said more. Reeves, bad boy, he's running around saying, I'm him. Um and he hit on my parlay, too. He did good. Just damn some bonus. But anyway, flashbacks. But, yes, Ja, foolish foolish decision. That's why you got hurt. But while I was watching that, it made me think about the whole uh, shooting guard conversation we had with Dwayne Wade and how I put Allen Iverson a, a, a ahead of him. And I want to take that back. I'm going to have to fall back a little bit. I know better. I know basketball. Ja Morant is Allen Iverson to some degree, or for most people would say all the way completely, but they're highlight reels more than anything else. I don't know if that's going to get you championships. Hey, I didn't get one. If Ja keeps playing like this, he's not going to get one. What separates Iverson from Wade, I have to admit, Wade got championships, but not only that, he was able to extend his career by having a mid-range game something that AI never really quite developed. And when he couldn't break your ankles or put you on your ass anymore and step over you and just, you know, just, you know the things that he did. Oh, my God. We know the things that he did. When he lost that speed and that quickness to do that and he couldn't beat people one-on-one and and one people, 
that's when his career started to dip. That's when the numbers started to dip and he started to fade away. Got to give it to Wade, even when he had to drain his knee every other night. He knew he could still get to that damn basket because he had that mid-range game, and he always did. And that was a, he was able to extend his career because he never was that crash dummy that AI became when he couldn't get around anybody anymore. That's what John Moran already is starting to look like. So I have to say, yes, Wade is the number three shooting guard of all time. As much as I hate to say that, because I don't think anybody can touch Tracy McGrady when he's healthy in his prime. Not Kobe, not Wade, not even Jordan, if they were playing in a one-on-one game. That's how good Tracy McGrady was. Unfortunately for him. Tracy McGrady would tell you otherwise. I know one thing. Kobe Bryant said that Tracy McGrady was his most difficult uh, um, uh, opponent. Because of Brian also said he beat Tracy McGrady eleven to one in one on one basketball. I missed so that. that I, I missed that part of the interview. And Tracy McGrady was sitting right next to him. Damn, I missed that too. <laughs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Damn it! I'm trying to make a point, and the point that I'm trying to make is that that's all I want to make at this point. <laughs> the the point that I'm trying to make though, excluding Tracy McGrady right now, is that if you're comparing Iverson, I mean Morant to Iverson. As good as I love them both, and as good and exciting as they are, Wade is the one who was going to get you that bucket. Uh, you know, I, I can't stay, I can't say stay healthy, but for the most part, he extended his career because he wasn't a crash dummy. He wasn't always just running to the rim thinking, I need these guys to learn more of the game instead of just use your speed and your quickness. Giannis, he did the same thing and hurt himself. It was it, it was stupid. It was a foolish move on yourself. I'm sorry, that's what you get. You shouldn't have done that. Just because you know they're going to blow the whistle and call the blocking foul. I know Spud, I mean, Terrence is about to get into that in a minute. <laughs> sorry, T. I know he's about to get into that. And, hey, look, when he does, look, we've got some stuff to say about that block charge thing, but this is why they play the way they play. I want people to go back and say, hey, remember when Elijah Wan used to get the ball near the three-court line or the, the, free, the, three, the free throw line, and then he put a move on you here and there? And he'd be at the rim without even moving his pivot foot. Like, how the hell? That's what you call footwork, post-game. Learn it sometimes. Don't always go with your raw talent. This is what you're going to get. I think it was foolish, and I think they both did it to themselves. Nobody hurt them. They hurt themselves. Uh, But as far as the Grizzlies and the Lakers, yeah. Um, (laughs) I said the Lakers are going to the finals. I really believe that they probably will. Not just because they're the best team. They may not really be the best team, but I think they're about to start shoving down our throats. LeBron James is the GOAT, not Jordan. For years, I said I will never say Tom Brady is the GOAT. Joe Montana is 4-0 in Super Bowls. No picks. You can't beat that. And they kept shoving Tom Brady down my throat. I'm saying right now, Jordan is 6-0 in finals, and he will never, nobody will ever beat that until they do it. Or, or go 7-0 in finals. They're about to start shoving LeBron down my throat, I believe. That is the reason why I'm saying Lakers and Celtics. And they do look pretty damn good. Um, if John Moran can't come back, this series is over and it won't even come back to Memphis. And that started to make me wonder why I couldn't five game five tickets. I've been looking since game one. Since before <laughs> game one. And, it, and it, it makes me wonder why I could not find any. It didn't even say if necessary. What's up with that shit? 
Uh, but anyway, uh, the Lakers, it, it's showtime. I hate to say it, but it's, it's, it's showtime. Showtime. It's the Lake Show. I'm done. Sorry. Okay. Uh, well, let me let me first tackle the uh, the block charge. Uh, listen, I don't like it, but it is what it is. Uh, everybody that's played basketball since this rule has been made <laughs> has found ways to thrive over people stepping in front of them. You know how they find ways to thrive? They add a finesse game to their game. Everybody that did this over the weekend, with the exception of Embiid, uh, are just straight up aggressively, hey, I'm more athletic than you. I'm going to go by you or I'm going to go over you. Um, mm-hmm. You have to add a finesse element to your game. Yes. And, you know, these are guys, uh, you know, I mean, thank goodness for a lot of teams that Giannis doesn't have a lot of that finesse because, my goodness, how would you stop it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jaws a different case. He's not a very big guy, and you know, I've seen defenders kind of give him problems. He does, yesterday, as a matter of fact, Vanderbilt was giving him problems. Vanderbilt uh, is probably just as just as fast as as, as uh, John straight line, uh, but he's also big and rangy, so it, it made up kind of made up for what he wasn't able to go do uh, laterally. Um, so it kind of gave Jaws some problems. Jaws did have a good third quarter. But uh, you can tell that Vanderbilt was kind of bothering him, especially he was kind of kind of checking him 94 feet too. So I do feel like Vanderbilt probably would have kind of tired tired out a little bit later on. I had to, you know, had to go through the whole fourth quarter. At the same time, you know, he bought a job enough to where Jaw didn't didn't have 30 by the, by the by the start of the fourth quarter. You know, he did have 18 for the game and you know couldn't have more. But anyway, I'm saying all that to say, you gotta add some finesse to your game. That's just it. Study the greats. They had to do it at some point. There's not. There's never been a player more athletic than Michael Jordan ever played a game, except maybe Will. Uh, Jordan couldn't just. Hey, you know, first few years there, cross you over, run by you, slam on your center. But at some point, he had to add some finesse to his game. If he had to do it, guess what? Everybody else got to do it too. Or you could be like Cat and sit back, sit back and shoot threes all night. <laughs> So no, I know I don't. I don't think I'm. I'm sick of it, y'all. I promise you. I, I don't think the block charge should be banned. Uh, I do think they should all be reviewed. Uh, every single one of them review. I don't. I don't care about it unless, unless it's so obvious that we're, you know, 100%. But I think they should all be reviewed. Like from the minute it happens, the people in New York or wherever they are can go on and start reviewing. And I and I I don't think that. I would say out of all of them that happened, I guarantee you, probably 70% of them are questionable. Because a different referees interpret the rules differently. I need some a different set of eyes on these that can say, hey, we think here is this based on this. And, you know, the referees on the court can, are still at discretion to make the call because, you know, at the end of the day, it's their integrity. Um, and, and you know what? And maybe it should be a situation where they don't even, they don't even call block or charge. They just call foul. And then the people in New York can say, hey, based on this evidence, it's a charge. Based on this evidence, it's a block. Um, that's the only alteration I would make to the block charge for the offensive players. And John's got a pretty good floater. Learn, learn a floater. Learn a fadeaway jump shot. If you if you, if, if you get there, this is off a rebound, y'all. This is not like it was, you know, John just driving to the lane. What I'm saying, this is off a rebound. Like, John got the offensive rebound. And, uh, he's about to just go straight back up. Like, sir. <laughs> you know, if he gets a, if he gets a run to start, 
Yeah, he probably can dunk on seven feet, Anthony Davis. Yeah. But it's got to be the... Foot of job? Come on, man. I know you got bunnies, but let's let's just be smart about this. No, I, I, I think he had a little bit of a start. I think he came off a screen. He, he had a little bit of a start, but it wasn't enough. Man, like, if you come off the screen and shoot that fadeaway jump shot, all Anthony Davis can do is is, clo- is bl- uh, blink his uh, unibrow a couple times and watch that ball go in the net. Pretty much. Well, so basically, T, you're saying get to your sweet spot. Everybody has one that's good in the post well, or mid-range you know game. Listen, he didn't I, have I one. I don't understand. Maybe now, maybe, <laughs> maybe these people didn't grow up watching Jordan like I did or Kobe, like you know, like most of us did. I know, in I know, some right. form or another. But I guarantee you, the three of us have worked on fadeaway jump shots, and and none of us are ballers. But I guarantee you, the three of us have worked on fadeaway jump shots. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Shit, well, I yeah, have. I you, you in the post, mm. you know. You got the drop step. Yeah, I got all that. Got and mine all that. Wasn't, this, this is serious. And mine wasn't too bad either. Baller, but I promise you. What what I knew early, what I knew early was this is this is I'm talking about seven seven grade me was I was in the seventh grade when I did this, but I knew I was not going to be faster than my brothers. I was not going to be able to jump higher than them. But I heard this story, and Jarvis, this, this is going to get you right here. I heard this story of a guy named Ted, not my dad, but Ted Parker. You know where I'm going with this now, Jarvis. Uh, and he had this, he got this legendary fadeaway, and I, I had to see it up close. But Nick, I promise you, the brother lays down in the air. He mm-hmm. fades so hard that he is literally laying down in the air and, and don't even try to block it. You, you waste your time. Yeah. So I heard these stories, and I took my whole seventh grade year, almost playing pretty much every day in the car. I would go down to my cousin Jess's house. Uh, down it was just across the field. Y'all, and we're in the country, so we cross fields. And I would I shot nothing but fadeaway jump shots. <laughs> nothing but fadeaway jump shots. So I'm like, if if I can do that, I know these 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 millionaire, almost billionaire athletes, uh, can learn a fadeaway. Yeah. LeBron LeBron got ends up with a fadeaway. He's got a pretty good one, as a matter of fact. He broke the scoring record with a fadeaway. Yeah. So learn a fadeaway jump shot. It'll serve you some good. Which also kind of pissed me off. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Fadeaway jump shot from 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 eighteen feet. Oh my foot! Oh, I can't play anymore. Right. Right. The game. Oh, I just made right. a beautiful turnaround fadeaway jump shot, and now yeah. I can't play anymore. And, and 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 to the Lakers fans in Memphis, stop going to the Grizzlies games. You're making the city. You're making the city and the team, the fan base look bad. I mean, you you're, when the when the Lakers are twenty two and forty four, you're rooting for the Grizzlies. So you can stay at right. home and watch that game. You don't have to show. None of those Laker fans that you saw are really coming to Memphis from L.A. They'll wait. They'll wait till they get the crypto. The crypto. Um, now, trust me, they're not coming to Memphis. Those are, those people are from Fraser and South Memphis. You don't have to do that, though. I mean, it doesn't look good. I'm wearing the Memphis hat right now as we speak. YouTube Live. I don't think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to win the championship, but, hey, what the hell? I would like to see them win the NBA championship. So I just thought I would just put that out there. We got more series, though, uh, we need to run through because we got some draft stuff to talk about, and we got Jalen Hurst to talk about, Nick. What, 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 what we got? My only change to the charge block rule would be if if you get dunked on, it's automatically a block. I'm good that, the one, I like the, that. The one that got taken from Anthony Edwards last year, that was criminal. I agree with that. I don't know if, you, I don't know if y'all remember that. Get rid of all rules. of it. I think it was the Bulls they were playing. The fact that they called a charge on him on that play was outrageous. That, 
that was. I think I do bad. remember. I think I do remember that. Yeah, he laid some wood down on that one. It was. It was. It was very reminiscent of Kobe over Dwight Howard. Ooh. Just, yeah. Like from the other side of the key, basically. Yeah. 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 It was. It was nasty work. Um. That's my only change to that rule. Okay. Other than that, um, you know, I, I look at it. I actually thought of a funny analogy. It's kind of like when Tom Brady was talking about, um, I don't know if you saw on the podcast it was sometime last year, he was talking about how, you know, before now, of course, they didn't have a rule that protected receivers going across the middle of the field. It was a quarterback's responsibility not to throw your receiver into an area where he can get hurt. You know, you, you don't put your, your team, your safety in the hands of the other, make, make it the responsibility of the other team. I think it's kind of the same thing with, uh, you know, with John and Giannis' situation. It's not the other team's responsibility to make sure that you're safe. If you know that you can get yourself hurt trying to jump over somebody, then either complete the jump or don't do it, you know. Um, and so that's that's kind of my two cents on it. Um, obviously, both games were, were of course, impacted uh, by those injuries. Uh, I think Giannis will probably back for game two. Um, I think job probably game three looks more likely, uh, if you ask my opinion. Um, without either of those superstars, of course, Grizzlies or the, or the Bucks are pretty much soft. Um, I think the Grizzlies may be in a bit of trouble regardless. Um, Milwaukee certainly can come back if uh, they can get at least most of Giannis uh, back there on the court. Uh, so to the most interesting game of yesterday, so we close out on these playoffs. Well, hold on. Uh, let, me, let me say this. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, I'm going to cut you off. But I, I'm in a minority here about about job being out, I think the Grizzlies are just are, are they're okay with him being out. I think the offense runs better without him. I've said this for for I've been saying this now for yep. a little minute. I don't know if I said it. The on. offense runs better without him, and they're better defensively. Yeah, without question, better defensively. Hate and they do miss some explosiveness. Yeah, they do miss some explosiveness. Uh, and I think that that's the explosiveness is what got him hurt. You know what I'm saying? He exploded a little too much. That's something they need to look for next year. But listen. This is going to come down to, that series is going to come down to, Desmond Bain, listen, you want to be a star in this league? Here's your chance, partner. This is it. Uh, Tyus yeah. Jones, hey, you you know. Hey, and I, I meant to say this too. Shout out to Jared. Other than, other than this board, they only had five or six boards last night. But I saw multiple plays where Jared Jackson was being a big man, bullying in, getting his shot. That's what shot he wasn't doing. People. He wasn't just standing there shooting threes all day. Now, he did shoot some threes, and he, and he I, made I, a few of them. Actually, no, that was another straight call. You know what? Yeah, if if, if if Cat played like Jared Jackson played, oh, they beat Denver easily. They beat him. You think you could do that to Joker? I mean, Joker. 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 Joker would have to. And listen, hold on, Joker, hold on. It's not like Joker has. Joker don't play now. defense. Yeah, I mean, he's not, he's not known yeah, for being a good actually, defender. He would actually get Joker in foul trouble. I think he would. Yeah. Yeah. Because Cat's not bad on the block. He's not bad on the block. It goes back to what we were saying with Minnesota. They had better coaching, and if you know, he could step it up, like you're saying, T. But yeah, we Jackson, don't. I don't no, think that's in him. Don't get that job. Yeah. I don't think it's in him though. It may just it may, and 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 this was the problem that Jimmy Butler had with that guy before he left Minnesota. His damn exactly, self. Yep, exactly. He doesn't have it in him. I don't think he can do it. Nope. But I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know. So anyway, I, Nick will drink to that uh, with the Don Julio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come yeah, on, Nick. I, what else yeah, we I, got? I, I, I knew that one was a slam dunk. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, most interesting game of, of yesterday and arguably of the weekend. 
the Clippers win 115 over the Phoenix Sun. Kawhi Leonard, 38 points. Russell Westbrook uh, shows up in every category but the points. Uh, Kevin Durant, of course, came out. He had 27 and also 11 assists. Led the team there as well. While Chris Paul led in rebounds. Make that make sense. Um, <laughs> but uh, definitely, like I said, the, you know, for me, it was definitely the most interesting game of the weekend. Uh, more jump shooting. More jump shooting uh, when no. you miss the no, shot. Zubak had, Zubak had 15 and Russ All right. Had okay. Here you, and here, and this is what I was – I'm glad you said that. Because I didn't know Chris Paul left in the rebounds. But I knew that that was the reason why they lost. I don't understand why when the ball goes in the air, uh, the Phoenix Suns sit up and look at it instead of putting their butts on somebody. And it allowed for Westbrook to come in and tip the ball to people. He didn't maybe he didn't get the offensive rebound. He got he got quite a few of them. But at the very least, he would tip it out to somebody, and the Clippers would get it back. He did that so many times. Why did he do it? Because they never boxed him out. They didn't box anybody out. If the ball didn't come right to him, they didn't get it. You have to put a butt on somebody. When the ball goes in the air, find find the, the closest opponent to you and put a butt on them. That's not that shouldn't be difficult to do. It should be fundamental basketball. That's legitimately why uh, the Suns lost last night. They didn't box out. They didn't box out in crucial moments. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was say Kevin Durant was second with nine rebounds. DeAndre Aiden had eight. Hmm. Aiden should have ten rebounds every game. Mm-hmm. Why, don't, why don't you have ten rebounds? Yeah. Because he didn't box out. There were plenty of times when he did not box out uh, – uh, uh, his name, Ur- uh, not Urbach. Is it Urbach? Zubak. 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 <laughs> Zubak. I almost called him Gerbach. I was like, wait a minute, that guy's terrible. And now we can understand uh, why Monty, why Monty Williams had the uh, the disagreement that he had last year with uh, Aiden, and he didn't play the rest hey, of Game gotta, Seven last big year. Big men have to be big men. Yeah. Get uh, in there, bang. Hey, like like our boy K. Truman says, Jarvis, you, you can we can we can bang if you want to bang, but they don't want to bang. Right. Right. Get in there and box them out. I'm not even debating that anymore with Aiden. I'm not going there anymore. Look, it's what I was and saying though all along. It was also Durant. It was a lot of those guys. They, yeah. no, they would not put a bite on anybody. They're too pretty. They're too pretty and bougie. Pretty. They just, they, 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 they just Booker, they, they give they me the ball on offense. Now, now I will say this: Booker played his ass off on defense uh, on Sunday defense. night. He played yes, great he did. He did. Uh, but outside of him, yeah, and that goes for you too, point guard. You got to do more, man. Defensively. And when you get done um, with all of that. This game boils down to two people. Hold on, hold on, Russell hold on. Westbrook. It does, but I hold on. But Russell Westbrook, if you're about to give your take, just let me say that Russell Westbrook out hustled everybody, and he's got that dog in him. We know that, and that's the, that, that that Terrence is right, but he did out hustle everybody, whether he was boxed out or not. He's gonna have that motor <laughs> every night, and he's got something to prove in my book from what I'm seeing. Russell Westbrook is saying, "Screw this, I'm back in L.A." And I got something to show them Lakers. And we could see Lakers clips in the conference finals. And he's going to have a damn chip on his shoulder. He's got it right now. I know he was bad from shooting. But damn, doesn't matter. He helped. And he was a big impact on this game just as much as Kawhi and what everybody else did. Eric Gordon hit some big shots as well. I thought from deep sometimes. He, he, he's not quite Rosh Terrence. And he does, and as long as he's not quite washed all the way, if he's just a little rinsed, that's good enough. If, if if they can get out of this series and Paul George comes back 
which he will be back after this series, they say, if they advance. Watch out for the Clips. I won't say Clips in six, but watch out. And the Clippers. And that's my whole thing about, about Russ. Uh-huh. Is that even though he, did, he didn't shoot well at nine points, three or 19 shoot, that's a lot of shots. Uh-huh. He only just put up nine points. Uh, he had 11 rebounds. He had eight assists, two steals, three blocks, and only two turnovers. Um, he knows, uh, and as you, as you pointed out, he made every hustle play that was to be made basically yes. the entire night, including the one that basically sealed the game with the block and then talk, throwing the ball off of Devin Booker. And then the other guy that he's all about, ladies and gentlemen, Playoff Kawhi has entered the building. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Look, I, I, as, a, as a basketball fan, one of the things I most appreciated about yesterday's game is that Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant, there were multiple possessions all through the game where you could see they would just go back and forth at each other. Katie goes to get a bucket. Kawhi's coming back to get a bucket. But in those little, those games within the games, Kawhi was winning most of them. Yes. And like, I was watching him win most of them going, J.D., hey, man, it's, it's, it's about time. Come mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. What did I post? And, and, what did I post? The great debate like, show. Nah. Not today. And it didn't matter who they threw. They threw K.D. at him. They threw Toy Craig at him. They threw Devin Booker at him. But Devin Booker, like you mentioned, was playing great defense yesterday. Yeah. And it, it just didn't matter. Kawhi was getting buckets, man. He ended up with 38, uh, 5 and 5. Uh, you know, he shot a little 50% from the field, over 50% from three, 90% from the free throw line. Uh, he was the best player on the court yesterday, and, and a court that also included Kevin Durant, and there's not many guys that ever get to say that. Um, and, and, this, and furthermore, it's not any guys that can say it as many times as he's been able to say it on the court with Kevin Durant, as quiet as it's kept. Um, and so with that being said, uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, going into the playoffs, if you'd have told me everybody was going to be healthy, I might would have picked the Suns to win it. Seeing that this just happened and Paul George still has not come back, don't do it. And he and he can come and he will be back. Don't do it. If you tell me everybody's going to be healthy, I'm going to tell you it's going to be really, really hard to beat the Clippers. He did it. <laughs> I, 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 it's it's gonna be really hard, Nick. If, you're really trying to get them. me to say what I've been trying my best not to say for for all season long, for weeks, because of the things that I say I don't trust about these players and some of these teams, and everything that Terrence said is the reason why I told you I don't trust the Phoenix Suns. I don't trust a lot of teams in the West outside of the Warriors because there's just and too I, many question I may, marks. I may be a re- I may be a victim of recency bias. I may be overreacting to one game. You can call me all of that, and and, I, and that may end up being the case. But I'm telling you from what I saw, if that team is going to be healthy and it's going to get Paul George back, oh, man. But, Come Nick, Nick, you're not wrong, though. And that's why I say what I say when I say, man, you're trying your best to get me to say clips in six, damn it. And I'm trying not to say that. The playoff Kawhi Leonard is a different animal. I, man. Like, like, like. This is gonna be the thing that kills if if they do this and then they win the title, he makes the biggest argument for load management you can make. Okay, fine, yeah. he can't qualify for all all star, all NBA, whatever, because he only played 55, 60 games. But you better pay that man. The man you, look, you look, he finally he got it right. He didn't play for some of the season and then shut it down on the later on the later part of the season. At the on the back end, he actually right. he, got, he, he got was to the sitting playoffs, him. And he, he is in 
He's fresh. And final, final form, four hours. He's, there we go, finally. And But it's here, and we know when it's here, oh, my God. We were, we were calling him the best two-way player we've ever seen. This is a guy who we said that could possibly win a third NBA championship on a third different team. He could very well as do as, that. As long as Dante uh, uh, is not still in the league, I think he's safe. Hey, listen, right. Hey, this is the same guy that when he checked into the checked into the game that time, LeBron turned around and saw him. And, get, and I mean, we know what LeBron said when he saw him. So, hey, Kawhi is a nightmare. Yes, <laughs> Kawhi is an absolute nightmare. And I and, and I, you know, we haven't seen healthy Kawhi in two, three years almost. You know, so it's kind of a uh, kind of goes on the surprise. We're talking about a guy that, you know, at the time of him going to signing with the Clippers, he. He was easily a top five player in the league, and you know, ever since then he had the injury in the playoffs, and they they kind of choked in the uh, uh, in the bubble that time. But you know, we haven't really seen a healthy Kawhi since then because I think he got hurt during that uh, that that series. Man, and, I- hey, dude is ready now, and it's you know it's, it's listen that cyborg that 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 what they, they, they used to call him the android. It, it is what they called him. Um, he is yet that again, man, and it's it's, it's fun to see and. Like, this is one-on-one. Like, I never felt like LeBron was really much of a matchup for Durant. I think Durant was just too good. But, like, this is easily Durant's biggest matchup one-on-one. This is somebody who is not only, yeah, can not only uh, check him on the defensive end, but is going to make Kevin Durant work on the, work on the opposite, opposite end of the court. And to Kevin Durant's challenge, he was up for the challenge on one end. He just, to me, he just didn't get aggressive enough offensively. And this this is one of the reasons why him and Westbrook didn't work because Westbrook is always aggressive. Yes, yes. Uh, Durant was never and aggressive enough. And that's the hey, thing that bothers me a little bit. It's like it's like a couple of times it felt to me like KD kind of shrank from the matchup. Oh, and and I, when I say shrank from it from a, from an offensive perspective, when he had the ball, it was like he was either trying to get get you know Kawhi screened off of him, or he was passing the ball to somebody else and you know running running the baseline. And I was like, bro, no, no, this is it's time for you to show up. This is why they traded for you. And so that when they see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they can say, hey, we can throw to Kevin Durant, and he's going to go get us a bucket. This, this, this time, he don't turn. Yeah. I, I, to an extent, I felt like I didn't see that from him. I mean, you know, even Evans, obviously, he only took one shot through the last, what, five minutes of the game. But I, I was I was a little bothered by that. As somebody who obviously is, is a Kevin Durant fan, I've, you know, talked about him a lot on this show. Um... I was a little bothered by that. I think he's always kind of been KD's kryptonite a little bit, and which is the reason why I posted the Great Debate Show on Facebook, Twitter. You can also, you know, follow us, check us out. We do this all week long, and I posted on Sunday evening before the game tipped off that Kawhi would put KD in the claw. They call him the claw, so I just I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of clever, I, I but anyway. Look, I know KD. KD did get twenty-seven and eleven. That was good, and I'm not saying he didn't show up, but he didn't show up when it mattered the most by only having one field goal attempt in the last seven yeah, minutes he, of the game. He got, a, he got a pretty slow start, uh, but that second, third quarter, man, he was yeah, he was as KD as I've ever seen KD. He just got a slow start, and then and listen, I don't want to say totally that Kevin Durant shrunk at the end. Why play great defense on him? And yeah. more so than anything, uh, great ball denial, even on that. When they had a chance to hit a three to tie it, um, Kawhi denied the balls to the point to where Booker was trying to screen uh, Kawhi to get him off of him and didn't even realize he was wide open. <laughs> so they had to call a timeout, yeah. and they ran it again, and Kawhi denied him again. He just couldn't get the ball to him. Yeah. It's probably a situation where, where they should let uh, Kevin Durant inbound the ball and come back and get it. 
you really can't stop it from doing that or you know something along those lines they can they can make some adjustments to try to get in the ball uh late uh, I don't know why Aiden can't set a screen for him. my goodness what a waste of height <laughs> but uh <laughs> man, it's just he's just tall just to shoot mid-range flat mid-range jump shots like Anyway, I'm not about to. At least he's not shooting threes, Carl Anthony Towns. Who wins this series? We got to keep it moving, guys. But who wins this series? I'm still going with Phoenix. Okay. Nick? I'm I'm not going to bail just yet. I'm going to stick with Phoenix also. I'm going. I'm going. Talk to me after game two. Yeah. I hate to say it, man, but I talked about Terrence Mann, and I said the things that he can do. You pretty much got Kawhi. You pretty much got a poor man Kawhi out there when Terrence Mann is playing, and he's good. He's balling. He's doing his thing. He does what he does. He's gonna give me everything he's got, and he's gonna play hard. You can't ask for any more than that. Um, I, I, I've been trying my best not to say it, but damn it, I'm gonna say it. And I, <laughs> I, I hate to overreact, and I hope I'm not overreacting, but I don't. I don't trust. Now I, the Suns are gonna win game two. Kevin Durant has lost seven straight playoff games. Seven straight. And he's averaged 30. He's averaged 30 in all of those games, damn near. But I'm saying he's lost seven of it. He's lost his last seven playoff games. Period. He's you know how y'all know how I do about that seven and my Jamatria oh, theories. I knew it. Ah, damn it. <laughs> he's gonna win. He's gonna win game two. They're gonna win game two. But damn it, man, give me clips in six. They done stole game one. And I still think Tyron Lewis fooling everybody with this whole he's done for this series if he's not ready. Man, PG will probably be back by game five. Clips in six, damn it. I'm with you on that. I, I definitely think he comes back this series. If 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 this yeah, if this if this series gets that late and it's still competitive, you gonna start you're gonna definitely hit him Paul George Rumble. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not believing. Unless they find a way to get up two one, three one on Phoenix. So really, so really, game three is going to be a determinant. If they get up two one, then you might you may hear a little, ah, uh, you know, Paul George maybe. If they go three one, okay, Paul George is going is he he's not going to play this series. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be performance based. Yeah. Um, but they they get they get to going game five and it's two two. Paul George is going to be out on in the sideline shooting jumpers. <laughs> yeah. And and warm up getting ready. Yeah. All right. But yeah, man, that's, that's it for the Is playoffs. Is that it? That's it for the playoffs? Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Great, great, great. Great start. Nick, let me ask you a question before we keep going. Yep. Would you rather, and I know this is your, your quarterback and all of that, he got paid. We got to talk about Jalen Hurts. We got to talk about the draft. I still want to talk about Lamar Jackson. I want to talk about Brock Purdy. It's a it's quite a few football stuff to go, that's going on too, but we've already hit the hour mark. Do you want to go ahead and go on with this show, or do you want to save this for a Thursday edition? And we can just do more draft in our mock, and you know, or, or, or do you want to keep it going? Because this thing could really run two hours, and we don't want to do that. It, 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 I can see it going like we, we just spent an hour on basketball, and we apologize for the time, but due to time restraints, can we really finish this NFL stuff in the next twenty minutes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> you can't. I mean, you... Yeah, I mean, just from the standpoint that I mean, because like I said, the, the mock draft stuff. You know, I, I can get through maybe ten picks. 
and that's about as far as I can go on that. Uh. Um, you know, and then Jalen, you know, Jalen gets signed and kind of the effect that has on on the rest of on rest of Lamar's negotiations. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just saying though, there's so many. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that, there's so many layers. There's, there's Jalen getting paid. Yeah. Lamar getting paid, maybe even Herbert and Burrow. Yeah. Uh, and 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 that's not even including the draft and and what could happen within that. So I don't think it's possible to do it in 20 minutes. I don't. It's a lot. It's a lot more because I've got some interesting things to say about Lamar Jackson looking at this Jalen Hurts contract and where do we go from here and why he hasn't signed yet. I want Terrence to tell me that. Maybe he will by the time we come back Thursday or I would say a Wednesday evening for us guys. Let's let's try it again because I think I don't I just don't see it. It's too much to talk about. I've got a few things yeah. to say about um what the Eagles did and Howie Roseman and what he did and how we did it. I thought they were gonna throw the bank at him, but they didn't. And it's so much to talk about on why I think they didn't. But it's good for you though, Nick. Great kudos. I'm gonna let you have your day and we're gonna start the show with Jalen Hurts. And it, the domino yeah, effect will start pay, from there. You feel like highest paid in NFL history is not the bank. Well, yeah, you know, right? Because really, it's still a team-friendly deal, and it's not as sweet as it looks. You know, if you go, if you break down the terminology of the contract, so you know, like, and I'll I take this. Sure to do that by Wednesday. There you go. There you go. And so let's get all the facts straight because I'm telling you, it, it's not as sweet as it looks, but it's good for both. Jalen is happy right now. He just signed the signing bonus. He's good. He's got a he's got a future with the Eagles, and the Eagles are good because they can still be flexible. And that was the thing that I was hoping that the, I'm not gonna lie, I was hoping the Eagles through the bank bank, like just wow, we can't sign, we can't resign anybody. I hope that they lost that flexibility because hell, I'm trying to get to the Super Bowl. Damn it, I'm a Niner fan. Let's just be real here. But uh, they didn't do that, and everybody's trying to do what we're doing. What the Rams did, what the Seahawks did, get to the Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback, have a flexi- have flexibility in the cap space. Yeah, Fred Warner's the highest paid linebacker. Yeah, Armstead's getting paid a boatload of money. Yeah, Debo is getting his contract. Kittle getting his contract tight end. But we're able to do that because the quarterback isn't getting paid a damn thing. They're on rookie contracts. And I wondered if the Eagles thought, huh, we got the Super Bowl. That we- well, we didn't get the Super Bowl with the rookie, with the quarterback on the rookie contract. What do we do now? Do we give it one more year and see can we still get it? Or do we just go ahead and pay him like we should? But I wonder, because that's a head scratcher sometimes. I know it's I know it sounds bad, but thinking from a general manager like, hey, you know what? We didn't get the Super Bowl. Try one more year. If it works, cool, we pay him. Or we just trade him and we got the Super Bowl now. I think, uh, see, like, like I said, that's, that's why that's why what we got is great going on over there because they think about it from a long-term perspective. They yeah, know they've yeah. got a guy. They, they, there's not many of these guys that, that pop up in the NFL. Yeah. True franchise guys. And, you know, Jalen's big thing is obviously, you know, his character and his leadership and all that type of stuff. And so, you know, there's those intangibles. They see that they've got a guy. And, and of course, he, he can fucking play. Yeah. And especially for this, for this system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't 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 do what the Ravens did. Sorry, Terrence. I'm just telling like it is. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. don't wait a year too late to try to make that signing because now you spend another year upsetting them. You've thrown off team chemistry, you know, and then and if he has even a relatively comfortable year the following year if he gets hurt, you
you know, the price is going up. Yeah. You know, so take care. Well, just imagine, just imagine had he won a championship. Hello. Had he won it now, I yeah. think I think they would have lost their flexibility with the cap space. They would have had to just really just throw it Absolutely. at him. But yeah, but yeah, but Lamar, what is he thinking? We'll get into all of that and more. Uh, so much more to talk about with this NFL draft. The Texans are the number two pick. Uh, D D Hop, nobody wants to trade him, but he's coming out saying now that I'm not asking for a raise. You damn well better not be because nobody wants to trade for the 19 per that you're getting right now. Where is he going to end up? We'll talk about it. Um, so much more to talk about with this football draft, NFL draft coming up. Uh, the quarterbacks, nobody knows where these quarterbacks are going, so we got to get into all of that, and we will. All of that on the next episode. We're going to hit you back on a new one. It's about time we get back to our Tuesdays and Thursdays anyway. So, hey, just relax, chill. We got you. We're going to do it. But we're trying to cut down some time, and we've already went over our hour mark. But, man, these basketball game ones were great. We can already say that the Sixers are up 2-0 now on the Brooklyn Nets in that series as we're recording while we watch that game live. That one is a wrap. Uh, Kings and um, Warriors, we'll talk about that on the next episode after we get done with all this football stuff. So that's what we'll do. Mock draft. We'll talk about the, the Lamar Jackson situation after the Jalen Hurts situation and what does this mean for the Baltimore Ravens. I have said that OBJ was just going where he got where he could get the money that he wanted. And I'm starting to hear more people in the in the media world say that as well. Um, I'm not saying I'm right, but it sounds like other people agree with what I said on last week's episode. And, and I, will, I will eat pro. I did say Lamar will be signed by the end of the week. Obviously, it's the next week. Hmm. Lamar is still not signed. He, well, that's my ball. He he'll be signed by the end of this week. He'll, he'll definitely be signed before the draft, but I think he'll be signed by the end of this week. All right. We got a debate. We will, we will debate that Thursday because me and Terrence will definitely disagree on that. I still am <laughs> sticking to my guns. Lamar Jackson will not be a Baltimore Raven. Don't let OBJ. If, Ter- if, Ter- if Terrence is very right, there might not be anything to debate by then. No, that's true. We'll see. <laughs> We will see. <laughs> we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button. Go ahead. You know you want to. And you will be notified every time a new episode is up. This was a good long one. Basketball, the NBA playoffs, Nick Ely was right. The playoffs is actually pretty good, at least on the Western Conference it is. And I'm happy and I'm enjoying it. And I'm about to check out this next one here as much as I can. <laughs> Um, but Except that Nuggets series. They told us to put some respect on their name. They did. They did. Shout out to the Nuggets. Again, not trying to, you know, take a dump on them. Like, we, for some reason, we treated them like the Minnesota Vikings. But we were right about the Minnesota Vikings all year in the 2023, in the 2022 season. You know? So, I don't know. They are playing the Timberwolves, but I'm not trying to discredit the, the Nuggets. But, yeah, they said, hey, don't forget about us. But let's let's see them do that. Let's see them do that against the, uh, the, the Suns and the, or the Clippers, or let's see them do that to the Warriors. We, we, Sacramento, we'll see. Um, that's it for now. We'll be back in two days. Thank you for listening, and y'all be safe out there, please. Hey, peace out, guys. <laughs>